destroying my team. What the fuck is going on, man? And welcome in. Welcome back to another episode of Year Round Fantasy Football. I'm your host, Troy. The draft has come. The draft has gone. What do we have? A bazillion trades. I think they broke the records for draft day trades. Crazy. I can't believe DeAndre Hopkins is still a Cardinal. How the fuck did that not go through? But, oh, whatever. I was so excited to grab Marquise Brown on like the seventh this year and have him maybe possibly end up as a number one wide receiver. So, anyway, not a big deal. I'm just venting right now. I'm just frustrated. I want D Hop to go. I don't want D Hop in my division. I'm a Niner fan. But anyway, I'm just going to quickly go over the top 10 dynasty uh, targets that your dynasty drafts are probably happening right now. And uh, I just wanted to quickly talk about them and why I think they are where they are or why you should draft them or why you should give a shit. So starting out, B. John Robinson, it's obvious. He's the number one. It really didn't matter what team he was going to go to. He's like Saquon Barkley. Wherever he was going to go, he was going to get work. And I'm actually kind of excited. I mean, on the surface, Atlanta. You think of a terrible new quarterback, somebody you don't have to respect the pass, certainly not a deep threat. Like, there's nothing about Desmond Ritter that really, like, you know, makes me worried to where I don't have to stack the box to stop the running back. But some ironic about that team is they ran the ball 50% of the time. 50% of the time they ran the ball. They're taking a lot of pressure off that quarterback to the point where they're just really helping him out. They have two uh, uh, tackles rated in the top 90% for uh, according to Pro Football Focus. So they could certainly do the run game. And this is the fact, uh, the fact, the stat that really caught me off guard. When they're behind, they still run the fucking ball at a rate of 48.8%. I love it. Uh, uh, that backfield is a shit show. Tyler Algier is actually pretty cool. I liked him last year. He uh, saved me in a lot of fantasy leagues. But other than that, you got Cordero Patterson. So the way I envision it is it's going to be the Bijan show. Tyler's going to give him the occasional break. Cordero might be a special teams type thing. Maybe a kick returner. He's always been great at that. I don't see a world where Bijan goes under 20 touches per game. Uh, he's without question the number one pick in Dynasty. In redraft, I could see him being drafted around the 8, 9, 10 range just for volume alone. I mean, where are you going to get that volume and be the number one workhorse uh, that you could grab in the back of the eighth? I mean, yeah, you could you could argue like the Joe Mixons of the world and shit like that. But frankly, like I'd rather have the hot new wheels and try that out. So I see him as a redraft option as well as Dynasty. Uh, also, we have the uh, running back, Jameer Gibbs, coming in at number two for Detroit. Did you guys see this video? These guys are in that training room, training room, draft room, like they just won the fucking lottery. The, the, the GM is punching the table. He's so excited that he got Jameer Gibbs. I wonder if Bijan was at the was at the 12, if they would have grabbed him also. And what a great move. I mean, Detroit trades back. They go from 6 to 12. They grab Gibbs. I personally fucking hate this. And, and it's selfish, though. Because I have Montgomery in a keeper league. He's only going to cost me like 10 bucks for next year in an auction draft keeper league. 10 bucks, And now he's like the backup to Jameer Gibbs. And I know, I know they're not built the same. I know Montgomery's a bigger back. And, and he's going to get the goal line work like Jamal Williams last year. But let's be honest, they are excited to have this guy. Um, DeAndre Swift is obviously gone. He, he's he's up, up, and away, and now we have Jameer Gibbs and Montgomery, and something to keep in mind that when 
Uh, teams draft a running back in the top 12. They actually get a minimum of 550 offensive snaps per year. So that is awesome. So you know he's going to get work, even though I don't think he's going to be the goal line back. But it really scares the shit out of me. Like, where do you take a guy who's more than likely the not goal line back and in what league? Standard league, uh, PPR. I mean, I know he's a passing threat too. Like, where do you take a guy like that? So it really kind of scares me. I'm going to see where it shakes out. But I don't see, like, for Dynasty, he's absolutely the number two because he is a three down back. They just so happened to grab Montgomery in the offseason. They paid pretty well for him, but they could really dump him after two years. So going forward, Dynasty, I love Jameer Gibbs. I think it's a great grab. Uh, Jackson Smith, I'm going to butcher this, Nijigba uh, for the Seahawks. He was by far the most talented wide receiver in the draft. Uh, this, I don't think, has any value in uh, in redraft. So this is a pure dynasty play. And I don't mean dynasty like I need a wide receiver, go get one. Like he's not going to get work for probably two years because they have Tyler Lockett, and they have DK Metcalf, and they are on the books. They are signed all the way through the 2025 season. Now, do they usually go that long? Probably not. Most teams tend to cut them on like their last year because most of that dead money is not dead money anymore, and it's just, you know, get out of jail free. Uh, very rarely do wide receivers live up to the full contract, uh, so the uh, NFL cuts them. So I do see uh, – I don't see a big role for him. I see him as a number three for 2023 and 2024. But starting 2025, I mean, we all know Pete Carroll's system. They always support a number one wide receiver. I think going 2025 and on – you're going to have a great, a great, a great wide receiver, and I really like that. Jackson is going to kick ass in Seattle. Uh, the division is not that great. All you really have is the Niners, and that's it. So you ha- you're playing two other teams four times a year that are pretty shitty. They're they're kind of all in rebuild mode. I really like him going forward. I think he's definitely the number the one three in Dynasty. Uh, Jordan Addison comes in at number four. He's my fourth one off the board. He went to the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, this one's kind of tricky too because I highly doubt he's ever going to be better than Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson isn't going anywhere ever. But I could see him ending up in like a T. Higgins role to where the number two wide receiver gets a lot of play. Yes, I know they already have a wide receiver. What the hell is that guy's name? K.J. Osborne. Sure, he's going to start out as the number two. I don't see him lasting as the number two. I see him as we have Justin Jefferson, and then you have Addison, and then you have everybody else, T.J. Hawkinson and shit. But going forward, this is an investment play. I, I don't see I, I see a world where he ends up as the number two, just like T. Higgins gets a ton of value because Justin Jefferson Justin Jefferson is going to take all the good coverage. He's going to get all the first looks and he's going to go against the best corners. But guess who's wide open? Probably Addison. So I really like him coming in at number four. Number five, I have oh shit. I just clicked that on my screen. Give me a second. I love dead air. I ever tell you I love dead air. All right. Jiminy Christmas, that's clunky. All right, number five, we have Quentin Johnson. He went to the Los Angeles Chargers. This is a very similar situation to Jackson, is you have two, obviously number one and number twos, in Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. But again, Keenan Allen's, what, like 30, 31? Mike Williams can't stay healthy, so I see this as an investment play. Yeah, he's the number three right out the gate, but... This is an investment in the future. I don't see Keenan lasting too much longer. Uh, Mike Williams, yes, he's not old, but 
He's old in the bones. That fucking guy is hurt all the time. And Herbert's only 25 years old. So these two could grow together for years. They could be the, the, the one of the most dynamic uh, NFL duos, being Herbert's number one, uh, three years out. So again, this is an investment. Don't make this pick in Dynasty if you need a wide receiver right now. Uh, uh, Zach, I'm probably going to butcher this, a running back for Seattle Seahawks, Charbonnet. So I probably killed that. I'm sorry, Zach, if I fucked that up for you, bud. Uh, but this is a weird pick. We all were laughing our ass off when this happened because we're looking at it going, did they just draft another second-round running back? What are they doing? They got Ken Walker the year before, who was a fucking stud, I might ask. And then they want to muddy the water with Zach Charbonnet. Man, so I think he Pete Carroll just wants to chew gum and run the fucking football, especially with Geno Smith back there. Geno is a slightly above-average quarterback, but that's it. I don't rely on Geno to go out and win a game, but I can rely on Geno not to fuck it up. And with that said, I really like the idea of having a 1-2 running back if I'm a coach. If I'm a fantasy football player, this sucks because this draft pick just butchered Kenneth Walker because what's he going to get now? Rather than getting 25 touches a game, he's going to get, what, 16? You're going to have like 16 and 16 now, and then you still got DJ Dallas in the back? Like, fuck, I'm not excited about this. I'm curious how it's going to shake out. I highly doubt they spend a second-round pick on a running back just to have him do cleanup work at the end of the game and only get like 12 touches a game. I really think this is going to be a running back by committee, each running back getting between 15 to, to 17 carries a game, which is nice, but this isn't a team that's going to be – I mean, on paper – the offense is jacked. You got you got DK, you got Tyler, you got that brand new, uh, you got Jackson, the brand new wide receiver. You got the running back. So on paper, they're going to be, it's going to be fire. But I just don't know if it's enough to sustain that amount of value in fantasy football. So a good, I, I don't even call this an investment pick because I don't like the fact that Kenneth Walker is super young. Unless they do a true running back by committee and they're ultra efficient, this might be a good pickup. But you got to go with the talent. I would go with a Zach over the previous five. Um, I'm not over the previous five. He would be my sixth option after the previous five. Uh, tight end Dalton Kincaid went to Buffalo. This one's kind of weird because they just invested a shitload of money in just, uh, Doss. Dawson Knox, um, what, what, what did the guy get? Fifty million bucks, fifty-two million dollars, thirty-one guaranteed. That's a lot of money they invested. But let's be honest, Dalton, holy crap, he was drafted uh, twenty-five overall. He is super talented, super great athlete, and I think going forward he'll supplant Knox, but not right away. This is going to be a longer-term thing. Forgive me, I'm going to cough. <coughs> Woo. Sorry about that. So Dawson Knox is going to be your number one tight end, but not for long. Again, this is an investment play. I really like this uh, probably two years out when Dawson's uh, contract is kind of eaten up and they end up dropping his ass. But I see a world where you can be the number two in Buffalo uh, right behind uh, Diggs. Number eight, we got Zay Flowers. Um, again, fuck. Lamar Jackson, really not excited about that because he can't sustain a number one wide receiver. What was uh, Hollywood Brown? At best, he was like a 16. I don't think he ever cracked the top 10. So with that said, I think Zay Flowers' best case scenario is Marquise Hollywood Brown. 
which scares the shit out of me. But it does increase the value of Lamar Jackson, drafting him going forward, and it increases the value of uh, Mark Andrews when they don't have to double, when they can't double team him because now they have him. They got Odell Beckham. They got Zay Flowers. Like you know, they actually got some dogs out there now. But with that said, I don't know if there's enough value for me to get excited going forward. But he is the number eight off the board. Number nine, we have uh, Kendra Miller. Uh, running back for New Orleans. This one's cool. I like this one because uh, Alvin Kamara is going to get suspended. This guy has is beat the shit out of some guy in Vegas. Go Google the uh, the the footage. Uh, he's just kicking this dude on the ground. It's it's pretty gross. I don't like it. He's going to get suspended. Uh, but even then, he's getting older. He ain't getting any younger. Nobody on their their roster. You got Jamal Williams is on that roster too now. But Jamal Williams is twenty eight. So I like this pick going forward because they invested a lot of money in Derek Carr. So I think uh, probably 2024, this will be, he should beat out Jamal Williams. This should be your, excuse me, <coughs> this should be your number one running back in New Orleans. I think they're going to have a great offense. I really like um, um, the, the dynamic of the team. Derek Carr has never been a great game winner, but he's always been good for fantasy and opening up that field to make you afraid of wide receivers and, of course, to run the ball. He, we know he loves dumping off the ball. We see what he did last year with Josh Jacobs. So I think he could fall into that role, just not right away. And number 10 of the top 10, I got Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson is going to be more of your uh, shitty... Um, almost like a Danny Dimes role to where he is just probably getting 700 rushing yards. He is a dual threat. He is going to be inconsistent. He is going to make rookie mistakes, but I think his feet are going to win you a lot of weeks. So I think this is a high floor play where you're like almost guaranteed like 18, 19 points a a day, a day, uh, um, a game when you start him and going forward, if he could figure out the pass, the way Lamar Jackson did, and he's that dual threat uh, running, man, he could be a great asset to your dynasty league. So, again, top 10, I have Anthony Richardson. I have um, uh, Miller, uh, Kendra Miller. Uh, going back, I got Zay Flowers. I have Dalton Kincaid. I have uh, Zach Charbonnet. I probably said that fucking wrong for the fifth time. Uh, Quentin Johnson, uh, wide receiver for, uh, Las, uh, for the Chargers. Jordan Addison. Jackson Smith Najigba, man, I probably butchered that too. And then uh, Jameer Gibbs, followed by, of course, uh, Bijan. Bijan's going to be a stud. I'm excited for him. I really hope I get him in redraft this year. I am actually no longer in a dynasty league. So if you guys got a league you want to toss me an invite, I'll probably jump in on that. But that was it. I just want to get a quick little 1 through 10. I didn't want to do a 40-minute episode and be late to death and just talk the entire time. But quickly, if you have a draft, those are my top 10. Let me know what you think.